So if we're up, you know, the latest count here now is 1,500, in excess of 1,500 wolves. Because if we're out in the mountains and we we see a, a wolf, we can, we can take that wolf and, and legally do so. Wolves come out at night and kill, and they're killing yearlings, but not just calves, uh, and even mature cows. Hey everyone, welcome back to the eHunter Newscast. I'm your host for this episode, Taryn Hunt. We've got an awesome podcast for you guys today. Before we get to that though, I'd like to thank our sponsors, Vortex Optics. Uh, they, those guys are awesome. Had a chance to sit down and talk with them at the Western Hunter Hunting and Conservation Expo. Um, great guys. That's the thing I love about Vortex is, you know, those guys, are they're real dudes. They're, they're really good to talk to, really good to work with. They have their VIP warranty that's just absolutely amazing. So if you haven't checked out Vortex, I encourage you to do so. Got some awesome, awesome stuff. Uh, on today's podcast, I sit down with Senator Burt Brackett from Idaho. He's a senator there in Idaho. And we talk about a new bill that he is introducing to legislature. Uh, the bill covers uh, basically year-round wolf hunting in Idaho to help lower the numbers really cool bill um this is an exciting podcast i hope you guys enjoy it if you do please hit that subscribe button um please leave us some comments leave us a review let us know what you think and without further ado here is my interview with senator burt brackett all right well um well, let's jump into the questions then. Um, I know you've got meetings to get to this morning, and again, I appreciate your, you taking the, the time with me. But So let, let's start off with this question, and what I'd really like to know is a little bit of the background to the bill, the history of the bill, how it came to be, uh, maybe your personal background and involvement in, in introducing and, and sponsoring this bill. Can you tell me a little bit about that background? Certainly, Taryn. I... Uh... Uh, first of all, I'm Burt Brackett, and uh, we ranch, his family ranch, uh, in southern Idaho, down near the Nevada border. And um, so the majority of the wolf impact is far north of us, uh, in, in central, western, and some in eastern Idaho next to the Yellowstone Park. But uh, but we are here in, you know, and, and so I'm familiar, I'm, I know that the, the the losses that those ranchers are suffering we're getting reports of of uh, seeing wolves in the in our area it's Waiye County and then northern Nevada Elko County and uh, anyway uh, fish and game you know and, and being objective I guess and, and fair to them they are uh, taking action to manage wolves but they're doing it incrementally and now uh, you know, a step at a time, but they've been very small steps in uh, expanding seasons and expanding trapping. And but um, they're still not. Uh, it, it it hasn't been effective. Uh, so, um, you know, this 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 bill and bill number is twelve forty seven Senate Bill twelve forty seven, and um, it was. Uh, in response to uh, you know the real serious problem with wolf uh, wolf uh, depredation and uh, and I can go into the, more of the details on 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 what it did but it's in response to uh, wolf numbers continue to increase depredation 
continues to increase and uh, we just need to to get a handle on it. Are you seeing that depredation across the majority of the state or is there certain pockets that you are seeing that? There, there are pockets. Um, <clears throat> it would be in western Idaho, Weezer, up, up through uh, Long Valley, uh, Round Valley, up to McCall. Some of those ranchers are suffering you know, uh, high high losses during the summer pasture. Uh, there, the the pasture land is open flats, but it's surrounded by you know wooded uh, timber areas. And so the wolves come out at night and kill, and they're killing yearlings, and not just calves, uh, and even mature cows. So. Uh, so it's western Idaho, um, central Idaho, and you know they were supposed to stay in the wilderness, but of course they they did not, they do not. But uh, so it would be um, kind of a band across south central Idaho, um, uh, across through Sun Valley, and then up uh, in uh, Mackey. Uh, uh, chalice, uh, salmon in the in Ledor in, in Lemhi River, and then there's there's some pockets over next to Yellowstone Park where where they've had suffered okay. tremendous losses. Uh, they don't uh, they don't really behave, do they? Didn't stay where they're supposed to stay. It seems like they just go where they want to and need to go to get food. It seems like I like I didn't realize they were traveling clear out down into to Elko County of Nevada, that's uh, that's pretty amazing. But we're we're seeing them um, here in Colorado as well. They're they're traveling and uh, going where they need to go to to find food, and uh, it's sad to see that that depredation across a, a lot of different spectrums. You know, as, as hunters, that's something that we you know we worry about because we're seeing a lot of those elk population, deer population, um, being. Um, destroyed basically because of the wolves we've, we've seen this in in idaho and montana and now we're seeing it kind of trickle into to other states and so i definitely see the need for this bill especially in idaho i have a lot of friends and relatives in idaho and um i swear that's all they talk about is are those wolves in in idaho and what they're doing up there and so for you all that are ranchers cattlemen um I'm pretty sure everybody will be grateful for this bill. Uh, can we, let, let's talk a little bit about the bill. Can you tell me some of the, the details about the bill? Um, for example, when when can the wolves be hunted? Where can they be hunted? Um, is there some requirements around that hunting? Yes. You know, and I struggled with this for several years. Uh, just just wasn't quite sure how to approach it. But what, what we came up with, um, we established... Uh, and, and this goes off of existing big game hunting units in uh, that fish and game has here in the state. And so we establish chronic or designate chronic depredation zones. And, and again, those are hunting units are already designated. Um, chronic depredation zone, um, uh, you know, it's defined as uh, a big game hunting unit. Um, and again, these are already designated by the Fish and Game Commission, um, but it's where there has been uh, 
uh, confirmed depredation in four out of the last five years, uh, preceding calendar years. And uh, in other words, those units, uh, they could change, you know, at the end of each calendar year. They they could change uh, if more could be added or some units could drop off, uh, depending on where the where the depredation occurred. The other depredation or the, uh, the, the other zone that we established are called wolf-free zones. And uh, those are areas that don't have documented packs. You know, and so we were attempting to, you know, there's not wolves there now, don't want them there. And this, uh, this the attempt is to contain them, uh, accept them where they were you know, where they were supposed to be in wolf reintroduction, but we, we don't want them to continue to expand their range. The, uh, and, and both, and, and basically that south of the Snake River, south of Interstate 80, mm-hmm. uh, 84. And now uh, there's a strip. I think there's 11, 11 zones there. Uh, so it comes down, Nevada's on the, a border as well as part of Utah and then Oregon on the, on the West side of these wolf free zones. Um, the, uh, hunting that, uh, this opens up, um, in, in those zones, and it's the same for the chronic depression zone as well as wolf free zone is that they can be hunted year round. Uh, the only requirement is to, uh, have a valid hunting license and a wolf tag. And if you have those, those two things, then you can, again, you can hunt them year round. Is, is there a limit to those tags? I think there currently is. There's not in my bill. That's kind of, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of those hunters out there that um, are really good at hunting wolves. In fact, I've, I've seen um, several guys over there that are able to, to do a pretty good number on some of these wolves. So I'm sure that's one of, one of the things they're wondering is, is will there be a limit on, on those wolves being able to hunt them year round? Yeah. Well, uh, again, in my bail, there's not. And, um, despite, you know, I don't, they're, they're, they're hard to hunt. So I'm told I, I've never gone out to hunt them, but, uh, uh, what this does provide though, if you, you know, if you come on to one, then you, you can, you can take one. Um, you can harvest one anytime during the year. And, uh, if a rancher, you know, if, if they're depredating, if they're, they're working on his cattle, well, then he doesn't have to call the APHIS. He doesn't have to, he can just shoot them. And, uh, so it's, it's a matter of being, you know, being taking advantage of the moment, and same with hunters, same with any any citizen. You know, they uh, if if they see one, they can take it. Which that's really good because hunters are in the field pretty much all throughout the year. Whether it's you know we 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 find excuses to get out in the field as hunters, whether it be a big game hunt, whether it's shed hunting, whether it's uh, just hiking i mean we try to find whatever excuse we can to get out in the hills and, and in the mountains and so that's i think that's a great opportunity i love that, that the bill covers that because if we're out in the mountains and we we see a 
a wolf, we can we can take that wolf and, and legally do so. And I love the fact that um, ranchers have that opportunity as well, especially if they're taking advantage of a rancher's cattle. He should, I, I feel like, this is, this is Taryn's personal opinion, should have that right to be able to to manage that themselves and, and stop that from happening. So, yeah. Well, and I, I couldn't agree more. The only other thing that it does, it opens up, you know, if you're out on a snowmobile recreating, if you happen to see a wolf, you got your tag with you, you, you know, go, go for it. Yeah. Uh, and so there, there will be some of that, but again, it's, it's, uh, it, it just opens up a lot of, uh, opportunity that hasn't been available. Uh, one requirement, <clears throat> Uh, in this bill is that you have to report within seven days if if you take a wolf, uh, if you harvest a wolf, you have to re- report it uh, to the department within seven days. And, uh, you know, that's that's not too too much of a burden, I, I don't think, and it, it allows uh, them to kind of keep, keep track of what's happening in the field. So I felt like that was important. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know off the top of your head um, where they where they report that to? Is it directly to the Game and Fish, or is there a certain place they're supposed to report that to? It says uh, report the take to the department within seven days, so okay. it would be directly to the Fish and Game Department and several ways of doing that. But. Okay. Awesome. I would imagine they would want to know those numbers to see the impact that the bill is is making and um i'll bet they see a lot of changes um i I also read we put it in our article i believe that this was just for idaho residents um is that correct and is there going to be a possibility in the future that this may be applicable to to non-residents you know we don't address that specifically but uh uh, it would require you know we said a valid hunting license but if you have an out-of-state license that's a valid hunting license and you have a wolf tag then you know then you'd be good to go oh wonderful okay so even as a non-resident we could do that which i guess that makes sense yeah if we have that if the requirements are a valid hunting license and a and a wolf tag then we could do that that would be you know like i said a lot of us hunters try to find excuses to get out into the field and and in doing that we we do travel to different states to to hunt because a lot of times we can't hunt in our own our own state that we're a resident of. And so that's great if we have that opportunity or if we're just there, like you said, doing recreational activities. I know a lot of uh, my friends and family from Utah travel to Idaho to do um, snowmobiling or hiking mm-hmm. or whatever. So it'd be nice if they can, they can pack a gun and if they see a wolf, be able to take that wolf. Exactly. So Senator, we already kind of touched on, on this question, but I, I want to ask if there's any other um, thoughts that you have on this and, um, what will be the impact on on ranchers, cattlemen, landowners? Do you feel like um, it's a all positive impact, or do you think there will be any kind of negative impact with people trying to hunt on on these properties? Or any thoughts on on the ranchers and cattlemen there in Idaho? Yeah. Well, it's been overwhelmingly popular, positive response. Um, uh, you know, there will be the access issues that are there already uh i think most ranchers would welcome someone that uh, (laughs) want to come hunt wolves so uh i I think you know i think it'll help in that regard 
Realistically, I, I don't expect this to have a huge impact because wolves are so so smart, so difficult, so evasive. Uh, it won't have a huge impact on the numbers. Ho- hopefully, we can at least stabilize the numbers and in real problem areas maybe uh, reduce reduce the numbers. Trapping is the what I'm told is the most effective. I, I did not include trapping in this bill because it uh, uh, it's a little more controversial. You know, you get into oh, um, you know, closer to urban areas. Well, then you're catching people's dogs, and uh, and you know, it can do it, but but it's it's more involved uh, seasons and uh, uh, requirements. So. I think that's the next step uh, is is to be much more aggressive on on trapping. Also, the other thing you know, and we've talked primarily, and what this bill does focuses on livestock depredation. But um, and while the sportsmen really really support this bill, you know they 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 realize that uh, if the wolf is taken the most likely he wasn't just uh, depredating on livestock. He was also uh, working on a big game herd somewhere. So, uh, you know, sometime during the year, I think uh, going forward, we're going to have, so so this is primarily for livestock depredation, but going forward, we're going to have to target, uh, you know, some, big game herds that have been decimated by, by wolves and concentrate on some of those areas. Um, and the department has been doing some of that, but they need to do more and do it, be more aggressive on it, do it quicker. Yeah. And that's the thing I like about this bill is there's, there's a little bit more of a aggression towards managing this problem. And, and you'd mentioned it before, I don't know if it was before we hit record or not, but you mentioned the fact that we're not going to be able to get rid of wolves in Idaho. I think they're always going to be there, but I think this goes a long way in into making an impact and, and having that aggression towards um, removing them. And and I agree. I think trapping is is definitely probably a more effective way, and um, and we talked about this a little bit also before we, we hit record, but... Um, uh, Idaho Fishing Game came out with a, a statement yesterday of, of some extensions for hunting seasons and um, some some trapping changes. And I know we don't know a lot of information on that, but we'll we'll be coming out with a, an article on our our website um, about that. I'm sure we can look more to Idaho Fishing Game for information um, about those extensions and about the the trapping um, changes there as well. Um, Senator, I have one more question. For you, and then I'll, I'll let you get back to your day. Um, you had mentioned that the majority of the responses that you've had on this were, were positive. Um, can you share any of the, that positive feedback with us? And, and is there any real negative impact to this that you've heard? Well, personally, the the, uh, the you know the feedback that I've got has been <clears throat> positive. Um, that's primarily though from landowners and from ranchers. Uh, if there is a negative <clears throat> that, that I get is that uh, they want to be included in the wolf-free zone. You know, they want their area to be in the wolf-free zone. And uh, <laughs> uh, so, 
but they um you know the the remedy or the hunting opportunity is the same both for chronic depredation zone and the wolf free zone one of the things that we also you know we kind of tried to address it in the bill uh, idaho has a wolf management plan and in that and in this we adopted it uh, following the introduction but were to manage for 15 packs or 150 wolves and uh, so if we're up you know the latest count here now is 1500 in excess of 1500 wolves and uh, so we're just really you know insistent we're pushing to get managing toward our wolf management plan uh, we're not going to get rid of the wolves we, we we understand that we get that but uh, we do think that uh, they should be managed according or closer under the plan that we have um, um, it's been a you know ever since they were introduced it's been very controversial and it's been a long uh, a long journey but um, you know we had the, the wolves here in Idaho were in Montana then were delisted uh, by the federal legislation as part of the budget reconciliation bill in 2011 and we were on a five-year probationary period following that so you know we didn't get too aggressive but but that that is passed now and uh the problem still remains but the threat of of uh relisting uh isn't as great as it would have been during that time period not to say that some you know that the state could be sued uh but they feel like we feel like they're pretty good standing because of that i included in the bill what i call trigger language and a, and a buffer you know, the trigger language is that it will maintain at least 20 packs consisting of 200 wolves and so that's the trigger language if we happen to get down to that part which i don't think there's any 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 chance we will with just hunting but um if if we did, then there's a buffer between that 20 packs and the 15 packs that the management plan calls for, and that would be a, a buffer. And so if we hit the 20 under under this bill, if we hit the 20 packs, well, then uh, Fish and Game Department or the commission would, uh, um, you know, take action to be certain that we would maintain at least the 15 packs. So... Uh, that's just, uh, you know, a, a safety feature, if you will, uh, for com com complying with the delisting rule. I think everybody in Idaho would love to only have 200 wolves in the state versus 1,500 wolves in the state. <laughs> that, that, that is an unreal number, Senator. That That is unbelievable that, that it has gotten that high but that's again that's what they do they they definitely take that multiply and replenish your thing literally for themselves and um really take over and so man, well they don't have any natural predators man man is the only predator uh they have and you know if, if it gets crowded in one area then they'll expand expand their range and uh, they're very prolific and they're very efficient uh hunters and uh again they're kind of at the top of the 
top of the food chain, if you will. Yeah, they are. They and they are very proficient at what they do. And, and like you mentioned before, uh, I, I've never hunted them myself. Um, if they move in here to Colorado, like they did in Idaho, I'm sure I will be. Um, but from what I'm told, like you said, they're they're really hard to hunt. So yeah, they are at the top of that food chain. And even their only predator, which is us as humans, uh, we have a hard time lowering those numbers. And so I, I do hope that this makes an impact on those numbers. I. I'm kind of like you. I, I don't know that it'll get down to that 200 number where the fishing game has to step in and, and have that buffer. But um, I hope this goes a long way into to getting towards that number. Um, Senator, before I let you go, was there any other comments that you'd like to make on the bill for our for my listeners? Um, any other details that we need that we missed? Well, I would, and, and you touched on it briefly, and I might have too, but uh, the commission did take action yesterday, unanimous, I might add, uh, uh, to establish rule, which, and, and I'm not prepared to discuss the, the rule because I haven't uh, had a chance to analyze it, but um, I'm told that it, it does open up, even goes farther than what this bill does, uh, more hunting, and then it provides for trapping also so i would suggest you you take a look uh at, at that just just for the you know for the update on the wolf situation here in idaho okay uh, yeah i encourage everybody to do that and we'll try to put out an article and on that here pretty quickly as well as i'd love to get someone from the commission on a on a podcast and talk to them as well so if any of them are listening to this podcast uh reach out to me love to be able to to chat about these these changes because uh, like we talked about it it's nice seeing the aggression by all parties to to lower these numbers well i i'll mention this to the commission members that, that i come in contact with uh, uh, the chairman in particular lives up at salmon or near salmon and that's that that is wolf country so he he might uh, do one that uh, would be willing to and he could give you more detail on the what the commission action also. Yeah, I appreciate that. If if you see him and talk to him, if you wouldn't mind giving him my email or if you have his email that you could send to me, that would be wonderful. It'd be nice to get that information out to the public as as well. Okay. So. Okay. Well, well, sounds good. And thank you. Yes. Thanks for the opportunity to visit with you this morning. Yep. Thank you, Senator. You have a great day. All right, everyone, thank you for listening to the podcast, and thank you to Senator Brackett for taking the time with me and recording this podcast. Also, everyone, please check out the show notes below. Um, We'll attach some links to our sponsors, both Vortex Optics and Onyx Hunt. Go and check both of them out. They're amazing companies. Thank you for listening. Uh, If you would, please hit that subscribe button. That way you're notified when we publish new episodes. And if we deserve it, please give us that five-star review and leave us a comment. Thanks, guys.